Vox Quick Hits. Around this time last year, we were starting to hear more about a novel coronavirus. Remember when we still called it the novel coronavirus? A lot of the focus was on Washington state, which had some of the first known cases, but also two of the most populous states in the union, New York and California. The governors of those two states, Andrew Cuomo and Gavin Newsom, got a lot of praise for how they handled the pandemic early on. They both held daily press conferences. It was clear that they both wanted to be president, but bummer for them, they are both now mired in scandal and facing a recall effort, respectively. On the show today, we're going to try and figure out how that happened, starting with Cuomo. A lot of New Yorkers were sort of enchanted with their governor in the months things got really bad there. He was sharing useful information at his press conferences. People don't know what to believe. And that's why... Just the facts, ma'am, as they used to say. Just give me the facts. He was joking with his brother on CNN. Governor Andrew Cuomo, I appreciate you coming on the show. I love you. I'm proud of what you're doing. I know you're working hard for your state, but no matter how hard you're working, there's always time to call mom. She wants to hear from you. Just so you know. Yeah, I called mom. I called mom just before I came on the show. By the way... She said I was her favorite. She never said Good news is, she said you were her second favorite. Second favorite son, Christopher. He seemed like he had a handle on this. Andrew Cuomo very quickly becomes extraordinarily popular. His approval rating reaches almost 80%. Ross Barkin, he's a columnist at The Guardian, and Jacobin. He eventually ends up on the cover of national magazines like Rolling Stone and Vanity Fair. People call themselves Cuomosexuals. People call themselves Cuomosexuals? Yes, that was a thing. We're back with Governor uh, Cuomo. Um, can I say that I am a Cuomosexual? I think Trevor Noah might have as well. Everyone should be a Cuomosexual in that way. Like, you should love a leader who engages the people and remembers that they're serving the people. I do think a lot of it had to do with Donald Trump. Obviously, the federal response was an abject disaster. And many people were lost and confused and casting about for answers and for foils. And Cuomo made a good foil to Donald Trump. And for many people in those disorienting early days, he was a source of comfort, appearing every day, spouting facts, even if all these facts did not line up, even if his fame increased in proportion to the amount of people dying in New York State. And you can almost chart the graph. Cuomo popularity to body count in New York. And very quickly, we had more deaths than anywhere else in America. And this was happening as Cuomo was becoming a famous and beloved national figure. How did Andrew Cuomo receive all this attention he was getting during this pandemic? He definitely enjoyed it. I think his staff enjoyed it. You know, his his top aide, Melissa DeRosa, was on the cover of Harper's Bazaar. Hmm. She was an anonymous bureaucrat, and she was being profiled in the New York Times on the cover of a national magazine. He repeatedly declared, like George Bush, um, right after the beginning of the Iraq War, mission accomplished. He created a pandemic poster a very strange poster inspired by 19th century political art, which is difficult to describe. And he was actually selling this through the state website. Like, was it a commemorative coronavirus poster? It was a mountain. It was the COVID mountain. And literally, the mountain is a mountain of death. It was to show how 
cases went up and then cases went down. So, so part of the Cuomo narrative was we tamed this terrible thing, we pushed the cases down, and we saved people's lives. Well, cases were pushed down eventually. That did happen in New York State, but over 40,000 people died. So it was not really a solace to those who lost uh, loved ones. And the other part of that was he published a memoir during the pandemic, American Crisis Leadership Lessons from the COVID-19 Pandemic. And it's going to look very strange in the years to come that a governor in the midst of a terrible crisis published a memoir of the crisis. So it was truly an act of hubris, to say the least. When do things start to take a turn for this poster selling, memoir publishing, media basking New York governor? The turn really came with the nursing home scandal. So back in March, Andrew Cuomo had a directive requiring nursing homes to accept patients who'd been discharged from hospitals, even if they might have the coronavirus. Many believed it helped spread the virus in in the nursing home facilities. The controversial March order was quietly deleted from the state's website in May. But the, the bigger controversy that grew out of that was, how is New York counting nursing home deaths? So New York did something very strange that almost no other state did. I'm not aware of another state that did it this way. Um, Some states not count nursing home deaths at all. New York did. But the way New York did it is if you're a resident of a nursing home, you live there, you got sick with COVID, and then you were very ill, and they called for an ambulance, took you to the hospital, you died the next day at the hospital, your death was counted as a hospital death, not a nursing home death. So by counting deaths this way, the nursing home death toll was decreased dramatically in New York. You know, there was a time where there were 40,000 deaths, there were 6,000 deaths in nursing homes. If you looked at those numbers, you went, wow, unlike other states, New York really handled the nursing home issue well. Well, it did not. New York might have undercounted COVID deaths in the state's nursing homes by as much as 50%. Immediately, after months of withholding data from state legislators, the Cuomo administration revised the death toll much higher. More than 15,000 people have died in those facilities during the pandemic. But just a few weeks ago, Cuomo's administration reported only about 8,500 of them, meaning thousands of nursing home residents who died in hospitals were not included in that nursing home tally. And the real crux of the controversy came when Melissa DeRosa, if you remember her, she was on the cover of Harper's Bazaar. She's Cuomo's most powerful aide. She told Democratic members of the state legislature the reason she didn't give the true nursing home death toll was because she was afraid Trump's Department of Justice would investigate her. And in fact, there was a Department of Justice probe. Now, just to confuse you even more, it was reported very recently there is a new Department of Justice probe out of the Eastern District of New New York probing Andrew Cuomo in nursing homes that is unrelated to the probe from last year, as far as we know. Just to be clear here, is there evidence that Andrew Cuomo covered up how many elderly people were dying in nursing homes? There is no direct evidence. What it is, it's circumstantial, and it's based on the fact that there were hearings in August where state legislators were asking very directly, can you tell us how many people died? What is the true death toll? Can you give us those who are transferred from nursing homes to hospitals? Tell us the information. The administration said repeatedly, Cuomo's health commissioner, we can't do that. We're tabulating the numbers. We can't do that. We can't tell you. We can't tell you. Privately, they were conferring with the Department of Justice. At the same time, 
maybe not telling state legislators that was the reason. And this was only revealed very recently that this Department of Justice probe from the summer was allegedly keeping them from giving out the numbers. So I would say there isn't hard direct evidence. What there is, is there are more questions and answers. Hmm. Well, Governor Cuomo loves talking to the media, right? Has anyone just asked him about this? Yes, he, he's been he's been asked about this many times now. He denies there any cover-up. He simply says, like his aide said, well, we kept the numbers back because of Trump's Department of Justice. Then we released the numbers. Cuomo has also downplayed the issue entirely by saying, A third of all deaths in this nation are from nursing homes. New York State, we're only about 28% only. But we're below the national average in number of deaths in nursing homes. But who cares? 33, 28, died in a hospital, died in a nursing home. They died. My answer to that is we need accurate data. In order to know for the future, for God forbid, the next pandemic, what happened in order to learn from our mistakes, we need to know how many people died in nursing homes, how many people died in hospitals, how many people died elsewhere. If we don't have good data, we can't draw good conclusions and we can't prepare for the future. In my opinion, there is no doubt that the Cuomo administration use data in such a way that created a very misleading picture about what happens in nursing homes. And, and, that, and that is the crux of the problem. That was an excerpt of Today Explained. To hear the whole enchilada and others like it, check out Today Explained wherever you check out your podcasts.